we take a lot of new age ideas mm-hmm. and we throw a little Jesus on top of it. So, so new age is, is very common and it's, it's everywhere. It's a big deal in our society. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely worth talking about. I think a lot of us have new age kind of humanism type thoughts yep. that we think are biblical and, and they're not. Welcome to the Loving God, Loving People podcast, where we talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in our everyday lives and how, in the end, all that matters is God and people. Here's today's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm sitting with Chad. We're talking about new age. Now, if you're listening and you're like, new age, is that is that really a thing? And unless you're listening from like Sedona, where there's vortexes and crystals and all of that kind of stuff, you might not be thinking new age is, is really something that is common, but Chad, would you say that that new age is actually really common? It just maybe, maybe looks a little different in our culture. Oh, I think it's super common. Anytime um, I get in a conversation, small groups, things like that with people who are new to faith or even people who've been in faith a long time, Mm -hmm. uh, we take a lot of new age ideas Mm -hmm. and we throw a little Jesus on top of it. So, so new age is, is very common. It's it's everywhere. It's a big deal in our society. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely worth talking about. I think a lot of us have new age kind of humanism type thoughts yep. that we think are biblical and, and they're not. Yeah. So if you were to give a definition to somebody saying, okay, tell me what new age is, what, how would you define it? What would be your description of new age religion or new age beliefs? Yes, we're going to have to unpack this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how I'd answer that, New Age is um, – I've actually heard you say this, Robert. Uh, new Age is not new. It's actually just based on an old lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Age is I'm going to get the universe to do what I want it to do. Yeah. Uh, new Age as at its core is a desire to be God, mm-hmm. uh, a desire to work magic, to get – you know, the universe to fulfill our wishes, uh, to manipulate things to our own will. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Age is kind of an old lie. The reason it's an old lie, I mean, the Garden of Eden way back when, when the serpent says to Eve, you know, you can't trust God because mm-hmm. if you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you'll be like God. That's right. Right. And Eve's like, I'm going to be like God. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. We always say it's an apple. We have no idea what fruit it was. Maybe a pomegranate. Oh, gosh, probably not. And then she offers it to Adam, which when a naked woman offers you a piece of fruit, you receive it, right? (laughs) But he wanted the same thing, Mm -hmm. um, to be like God. Mm -hmm. And so he's just as guilty in some ways, maybe even more so than Eve, because where was he? Why wasn't he he protecting, you know, those kinds of things? So they both eat of it, but it's it's an old lie. We want to be like God. And that's that's the core of what new age is. Let's maybe kick around some examples of new age. So how would you draw a line? Because sometimes I I hear people use language like, well, I'm trying to manifest this thing. That's new age talk to the core. They'll they'll, they'll talk that way. But then there's also things like, okay, uh, change your your thinking and it it changes your life. And there's some biblical concepts of, okay. Well, you're quoting me now. I've said that. Yeah. So think differently. So so where do you draw the line between, okay, I'm trying to just, you know, speak into existence and manifest versus trying to change the way I think and what what tapes I play in my head. How how do you know at what point am I leaning new age and at what point am I leaning biblical in in that thinking? Well, since you quoted me, so I've said change your thinking and it'll change your life. Mm -hmm. But the context of that is you submit your thoughts 
under the leadership of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You, you take every thought captive. You're, you're putting him in charge of how you're going to process and, and think through things. Whereas new age is, I'm going to speak it into existence. Um, the secret is, mm-hmm. is a really, if, if you're familiar with the secret, uh, that is a crystal clear example of new ageism. Yeah. And I'll, I'll confess this because this was years ago. Yep. I was considerably younger. It was a big deal in the business world. Books were being passed around. Lots oh, of people yeah. were talking about it. They, they did documentaries on this. I mean, it, it, it's been in the public eye, even though it didn't have the label of this is new age. Yeah. Well, I, um, you know, I I have friends in real estate and so I got invited to this, uh, entrepreneurial thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and they get to talk it about the secret. And so I look it up and I watch the, you know, the advertisement for it. Marketing Mm -hmm. was awesome with it. Right. And the problem with the secret is it has some truth in it, Mm -hmm. but it, it it takes it in the wrong direction. Yeah. Um, which a little lie over time, if you have two parallel lines yes. and you, and one of them gets off one degree over time, they're way difference. far apart. Yeah. And so the challenge for me, even at the time, I was as a young pastor, now I'm getting to be an old pastor, but as a we'll young just call pastor. You a middle aged pastor. How's that? That's good. I'll <laughs> I'll receive that. Um seasoned. Yeah, I was considerably younger, but I, I was like, wait a second, there's there's some truth to this. Mm-hmm. And so I had to pray through it, think through it, really look at scripture. And I was like, ooh, wait a second, this is this is putting me in the place of God. This is me manifesting, trying mm-hmm. to get the universe to bend to my will. Uh, that's not biblical Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, biblical Christianity is I die to myself so that Jesus, by his spirit, might live in me and through me. That's something totally different. But in the modern church, people take a lot of new ageism and mm-hmm. new age thoughts and they throw a little Jesus on it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I agree with that 100%. The, the challenge is the devil masquerades as an angel of light, right? The lies are t- typically they're, they're seasoned with some kind of truth in there, and it makes it more palatable. And you go, oh, that sounds kind of true, or that sounds kind of right, or I've experienced something close to that. Uh, but, but it's still a lie at its core, and it's still the whole goal is to destroy and, and to divide a relationship with God. Um, as as you have talked to people who have said things like you're talking about, you know, maybe, oh, I, I think this is true. What What's your counsel? How do you help somebody to get out of that type of thinking and into a right way of thinking? That's a great question. Uh, the Bible is very helpful. At, at the center of new age, the Bible's not just very helpful. It is the answer. Um, because in the Bible, what you have is everlasting truth. It it. It was true, it is true, and it will always be true. Um, now, there are cultural things in the Bible, so I'm, I'm talking about uh, not just um, descriptive parts of the Bible that's describing what was happening, mm-hmm. then I'm talking about the prescriptive parts mm-hmm. of the Bible. The thing about truth is it never changes. Yeah. It doesn't have to. So there are moral truths throughout the scriptures that don't have anything to do with the cultural of the time culture of the time uh, they're not descriptive of what was happening they're they're prescriptive for yeah. forevermore and jesus um, stamps it he says hey not to to use his language not one jot or tittle you know is, is right that, changes that every, from every promise that's in scripture everything that it, it's it's going to last it's everlasting yeah ab- absolutely um here's the difference the core difference between new age and biblical Christianity. If you're at the center of it Mm -hmm. and it's about you and it's about you, I'm going to use your word manifesting or getting Mm -hmm. whatever it is you, you want by a particular way of thinking, by an incantation, 
um, by saying something out loud over and over again until it manifests itself. Uh, all of that is new ageism. If Jesus is at the center of it, if Jesus is Lord, mm -hmm. if it's about surrendering your life to the leadership of Jesus, then that's biblical Christianity. Yeah. And what people do is they cross the new age over the Jesus thing. And now, now we're using Jesus to get what we want. Mm -hmm. We're using God to get what we want. Um, all of a sudden we're trying to bend, people will say the universe or God mm -hmm. to our will yeah. when actually it's the opposite. Yeah. Uh, prayer is about me surrendering myself to his will. When I read the scripture, I'm surrendering myself under its authority because in that is the will of God. Uh, it's really about who's in control of this. Mm -hmm. Is it, is it me? Okay. That's new ageism. Or is it Jesus? That's biblical Christianity. So you and I could talk for hours about it, but when you, when you boil it all down and compress it, that's what we're talking about. Who's in charge? Mm -hmm. Whose will am I submitting to? Yeah. I was just having a conversation with somebody prior to us starting this this podcast, and we're talking about teaching preteens, understanding prayer, and we're, we're doing some things with our, our services and our curriculum and all that that we're doing with preteens. And they were like, hey, is this true? Because I've heard, you know, when you pray, you know, sometimes God says yes, sometimes no, sometimes wait. I said, yeah, but here's the problem with that. It's not that simple. And that's very transactional thinking. Mm -hmm. it, it's God's a giant cosmic candy machine. And if I put the coins in, then I get this. Yes, no, not right now. Yeah, exactly. That it, it takes out the relationship side. Um, when you and I have a conversation, those aren't the only three answers I get from you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we're, we're talking about life. And sometimes God wants us to pray, not because we're going to get something, but because it's relational, because there's relationship with God. And I think one of the subtle ways new age creeps in is our, our relationship with God becomes transactional. I'm doing something to get something, mm -hmm. not I'm, I'm doing this because I want to be with God. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this because he's invited me into relationship because that's what my soul is actually longing for, not the things of God, but God himself. And, and so it, just as we were having that conversation, how do we help a 10-year-old understand it? I was like, well, let's make sure they understand the relationship side, not just transaction, because that's our natural drift. Well, and all of us grow in those in those mm -hmm. ways. I, I think when you're young, you need lots of rules. Mm -hmm. And I think as you get older, you realize grace and relationship, and, mm -hmm. and hopefully you mature and it goes to another, another level. Mm -hmm. um, at the core of biblical Christianity is the lordship of Jesus in your life. So... Here at Sun Valley, we talk about saying yes to Jesus. Mm -hmm. We're saying yes to Jesus in two ways. Uh, one, as our Savior. Yep. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Yes, please. I, mm -hmm. I need your grace in my life. But two, as I'm saying yes to you as the leader of my life, the yeah. Lord of my life. And when I do that or when someone makes that decision, um, now we're a disciple of Jesus, which means there's a relational exchange there mm -hmm. where we're following him as, as, our, as our Lord. And so, you know, can we ask God for whatever we want? Of course we can. But at the core of my life, what I want most is his leadership in my life for me to do his will. Mm -hmm. And this is what it means to follow Jesus. And, and again, in our culture, there's all these crossovers of, of, of all of that. The prosperity gospel mm -hmm. is new age with Jesus thrown in because mm -hmm. it's not about following Jesus. It's about using Jesus to get what you want. Um, there, there's all of these nuances to all of that. Yeah, which explains why Jesus, when he teaches us how to pray, he, he says, no, not my will, 
but your will be done. Your mm-hmm. kingdom come. I mean, mm-hmm. these are things that people have repeated. You know, if, if you grew up in a tradition where you, you said the Lord's Prayer, you've repeated these things. But if you actually pause and think about the content of what Jesus is teaching us to pray, it's exactly what you're saying. I'm submitting myself to God's Lordship. And and I, I love the the passage where it talks about the coming Savior, the coming Christ, and, and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father, Mighty God, these, these titles, when you think about the descriptions in those words, it's exactly what you're talking about. He, he's now our leader. We are following him. He's our coach. He's our guide. He's our father. Uh, and at the end of the day, he's Mighty God. And that alone is enough to go, all right, you win. I submit. <laughs> like, I will I will submit my will to yours. Well, well, let's just quote Jesus a little bit here. And, and let's see if we can see a stark difference between New Age thinking mm-hmm. And being a follower of Jesus. First quote that comes to mind. Uh, to find your life, you must lose it. Mm-hmm. And to live, you first must die. Uh, that is self-sacrifice. Yeah. That is, it's not about me. It's all about Jesus. That is Jesus saying, actually, new age won't bring you life because it's selfish. Mm-hmm. And wherever the soul is selfish, it will begin to self-destruct. Yeah. Um, but if you lay your life down and you live a life of servanthood and you actually live for something bigger than you, that's when you begin to experience real life. Yeah. I mean, New Age says the opposite. New Age says I'm the center mm-hmm. and I'm going to manipulate it all, right, to fulfill my my will. That's what the secret is. Yeah. The secret is all about – that's one example of New Ageism. But it's all about manifesting what you want. Um, I would go this far. New Ageism, you talked about the devil earlier – is demonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the way that the devil thought when he was excused from heaven because he wanted to be worshipped. He wanted to be in charge. Uh, he wanted to be um, acknowledged and celebrated, and he wanted his will done. Yeah. And uh, he's not the king of the universe. God is. Yeah. There's a, there's a filter I like to run whenever there's a, a new idea or a new belief or a way of thinking. And, and again, especially when it gets the, the Bible stamp on it or the Jesus stamp on it or the, no, this is actually really spiritual and good, is, is it true everywhere or is it just true in America? That is a great question. Because if it's not true in the Ukraine, if it's not true- The Ukraine right now today where you're suffering, mm-hmm. then it's just not true. That's right. Yeah. And so to run things through that filter, because it, it's easy because we're in an environment, right? We're absorbing the environment around us without realizing it. Mm-hmm. And we'll start to believe these lies that are true of our culture that people talk about, that you hear these things and it's you know shared on social media and people like it and it's reinforced. It's easy to pick that stuff up without realizing you're picking it up. But for me personally, to do that contrast and go, okay, is this true in the Ukraine right now? Is this true for Christians in Syria? Is this true for Christians, you know, wherever there's persecution happening? Is this true where there's poverty and kids are starving and dying? And if it's not true there, then it's just not true. Yeah. I would add to that because people will go, yeah, but it's spiritual and I felt this and I felt that. And my response would be, of course, it's spiritual. Hmm. It just, just because it's, it's spiritual yeah. does not mean it's it's holy. There mm-hmm. there are two here here I'm gonna here how I'm gonna say this if you those of you who are listening to the podcast at the moment. There are two here listen how I'm gonna say it, spiritual forces in the world. Mm-hmm. Of course it's spiritual, but there is evil spiritual things mm-hmm. and there's a holy spiritual things. Um if it's about you 
If it's about you cursing someone, if it's about you getting what you want, if you, 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 you are at the center of the universe, um, let's give the devil his due. You're buying into a lie. Yeah. And it could be spiritual. It could be that spirits talk to you, right? Angels, whatever. But just because it's spiritual doesn't mean it's holy. And, And there's a whole lot of new age stuff. That legitimately is spiritual, Mm -hmm. but it's spiritual on the wrong side. It's spiritual for the wrong team, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, So sometimes I'll get asked questions about numerology uh, because I'll talk numbers Mm -hmm. because there's there's numbers in the kingdom of heaven and certain numbers mean certain things. Symbolism. But there's also numerology. On the mnemonic side of things, for example, 666 Mm -hmm. is a deficient number, but it's the number of Satan. So- all of those things are out there, and in our world, we have to be very careful. It's interesting that the Bible says we're to test the spirits, mm-hmm. and how we test the spirits is, what does the spirit say about Jesus? Yeah. Did he die? Did he rise again? Is he the king of kings and the Lord of lords? Because if he's not, and the spirit does not testify on that angle, then the spirit is not holy. The spirit is is demonic. So. Yeah, just because it's spiritual doesn't mean it's holy. And this new age thing is is so tricky. As you said earlier, you know, the devil presents himself not with a pitchfork yep. and a and a you know forked tongue and, yep. a, and a pointy tail, but as as an angel of light uh, in a business suit that can offer you anything you've ever wanted. Um, be very careful with that. And there's there's lots of people that have followed cult practices. Because it just sounded so good or it felt so good or it was a manipulation. And so sometimes it something that's spiritual and feels good and it maybe even has a little bit of hint of like, is this is this based on love maybe even? Yeah. Uh, but it's all about you. It's evil. Tarot cor- cards, psychics, uh, horoscopes, all that in the wrong team. Mm-hmm. Ouija board, wrong team. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, the Bible – uh, faithfulness, uh, submission to the will of God, the right team. Uh, I said I was going to quote Jesus. I gave one quote. Here's another one. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Being poor in spirit is not a new age thought. Uh, poor in spirit is, is a humble thing. Yeah. Uh, we receive the blessings of the kingdom of heaven, which is actually the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control through humility. Humility is the chief virtue of the Christian life. First Peter 5, 5, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the the humble. So there's, there's all these dynamics and we have to be careful. The Bible literally says we have to stay on guard mm-hmm. and, and pay attention. What's the, what's the truth here? Yeah. And so if you've had subtle shifts, right? Um, the answer to that, and, and I go through that as well, is, is as simple as repentance. Mm-hmm. It means you do a 180. You get off the new age path and you get back on the path of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned these things, and I think these are more common, uh, and especially as time goes on, they become more and more common. Uh, I work with young adults, and I'll hear them all the time talk about their sign. Talk about their, you know, well, it's because I'm a this. You know, I'm a Gemini or I'm a, I'm a whatever. What, why do you think it's important for followers of Jesus not to sort of even dabble with some of these other things? Or what, what would be your advice to the person who's like, well, no, I think that there's some validity to this. And Yeah, it's because you're opening yourself up to demonic influence. Mm-hmm. Um, let it go heavy here for a second. Uh, demons can't read your mind, but they can put thoughts in your mind. Yeah. Um, sometimes you're like, where did that come from? Why am I thinking this way? Well, that's there's a good chance that's a demonic spirit in, in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't want to be uh, 
obsessed yep. with demonic spirits. Yeah, it's the C.S. Lewis line of, you know, you don't want to think that there's a demon behind every bush or whatever. You know, you, you can be, you can give them too much credit, but you can also give them too little credit. Yeah. And so a believer in Jesus um, can't be possessed by a demon, but we can be obsessed uh, by that stuff. You know, we just think about it all the time. Uh, we can definitely be influenced. Mm-hmm. Or oppressed. Yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, influenced by demonic spirits. Um, so we just have to be sensitive to that, you know, in, in Galatians, it's, it's interesting because he talks about grace throughout the letter Mm -hmm. and then he says this, but don't be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man will reap what he sows. And so Paul makes this point of going, it's all grace. It's all about receiving, you know, the blood, not the universe, but from God, Mm -hmm. through your faith in Jesus, uh, relationship with God, power from God, all those things. But it's not about you. Don't make stupid decisions. Don't try to use God. Don't try to manipulate the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about God and, and his will and what he what He wants for us. And here's the other thing, too. I think many of us are, are tempted by uh, New Age stuff because we think heaven's going to happen in this world. Mm. Um, relationship with God, yes, a little bit of heaven in the real world. Mm-hmm. But all of your heart's desires are on the other side. We can have little tastes of it on this side. But when we want this world to satisfy all things, mm-hmm. and we want God to provide all those things, you know, based on our desires and whims, we're, we're kind of crossing over into this place that, that we just don't need to be. Yeah. Um, this life is about following Jesus. It's about being on mission with him. And it's about fulfilling the purposes that he has for us. Um, and in that, there's great joy and satisfaction and, and contentment. But this whole idea, you know, God's going to give you the new house, the new car, mm-hmm. you know, the new the new spouse. I mean, take, take your pick, right? Yeah. All that's in the realm of new age. That's not biblical Christianity. Yeah. And to go all the way there, I'm going to quote you, uh, what makes heaven heaven? Is the presence of God is there. God's there. It's not the golden streets and the, all the, you know, different things. And that's why, you know, everyone's casting down their crowns anyway, because that's not what it's about. It's well, about I the would... presence of God. And so if it's all those things that, hey, if I could have all these things, then that would be heaven. If God's not there, that's not heaven. Well, I would even go this far. If you don't care that God is there, you're probably not going to be there. Yeah. Uh, because you think heaven's about bling bling and all of life and all of eternity is about relationship with God. So if you're like... I don't even really think about Jesus being in heaven. Then you're probably not going to be there uh, because what you're wanting is the blessings of God instead of God himself. Yeah. And, and that's that subtle nuance between new age and biblical Christianity. Biblical Christianity is I want God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to follow Jesus. Uh, whatever blessings he gives me, that's great. But, but really at the core of it, when I'm acting right and when I'm focused, what, what I want here is relationship. Um, with my creator who in his grace, as I've received Jesus into my life, calls me son or or calls me daughter Mm -hmm. and uh, I'll spend forever with him. And in that there's soul satisfaction. Yeah. I I think if somebody's listening to this and you're coming to a realization that maybe you've been uh, deceived, maybe you have been believing in some of the the new age stuff. I, I would say you should talk to God about that. And I would start there and confess it to God. Say, you know what? It has been more about me than it has been about you and and see what God does with that. I think is a good place to start. Yeah. Biblical Christianity is my life is not my own. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It belongs to Jesus. And there's a beautiful, freeing, soul satisfying thing that happens with that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Can you 
let, let, let's end our time. Can you pray for us? Pray for those who are listening uh, that we would give our lives over to God yeah. and that it wouldn't just be a, you know, something we say we would actually do that. Absolutely. And and all of us, including me, uh, sometimes we kind of start to lean that direction, you know, mm-hmm. that new age direction and we don't realize it. And so we constantly have to be turning our lives over to Jesus and his leadership. So yeah, let me pray. Father, we thank you for your grace today. We thank you that it is about receiving from you. But the deepest need of our souls is, is knowing you. It's having relationship uh, with you. And so I pray today that uh, you would be on the throne of our hearts, that we wouldn't try to manipulate you um, to give us what we want, but that we would simply honor you as king. Um, We don't go to you, Lord, with, let me give you my list of what I want. We, We go to you, Lord, because you're Lord and say, what do you want? And, and how can I fulfill your purposes, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so give us wisdom of these things and thank you that it is for your glory, but it's also for our good. And so teach us, we pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Loving God, Loving People podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this conversation, we'd love it if you rated the podcast and left us a review. Also, sharing this with a friend is a great way to help more people meet, know, and follow Jesus. And lastly, you are always welcome to join us online for one of our services every week at live.sv.cc or go to locations.sv.cc to join us in person at one of our physical locations. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.